Welcome back to Confident as Fuck. Happy episode number fucking 80. I cannot believe it is episode 80 already. It feels like I just started the podcast yesterday, but it feels like light years away at the same time. So I'm doing a solo podcast today because I have been really thinking about this topic and I thought for number 80, I should do a solo. So let's get into what the topic is today. The topic is going to be imposter syndrome. More importantly, how to be the woman you want to be as you're getting there, right? So how do we act as the woman we want to be when we're not there yet? How do we act as if, right? You've heard these terms like act as her, be her now instead of when you get there, right? Because the point of conclusion is always changing. So let's talk about it today. What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. I'm going to give you guys some good tips and tricks. I'm also going to give you guys some stories on how I implement this in my own life because it is crucial when you're in business. If you are always acting from exactly where you are, you are going to stay there. And we don't want to do that, right? We're always advancing, always moving forward, always trying to be better than the woman we are today. And in order to do that, we have to see a long-term vision. So let me pull up my notes here. While I do that, let me give you guys some updates on my life. It is episode number 80. It is what I don't even know what month we're in. November. Cannot believe it's already November. Some favorites that I'm loving right now is going to the gym in the morning. I went this morning. Um, I've used this as a favorite before, but going in the morning is just a different experience, a different vibe. Like the world is not awake yet. You are doing your own thing. You don't have as much of a time constraint, I feel. And My creative juices are on fire, on fire at the gym. So today, I didn't feel that like anxious feeling of like, oh my God, I have so much to do. Let me get to my to do list feeling that I sometimes feel in the morning, most of the times feel in the morning. Instead, I felt really, really creative and I made a ton of lists and post ideas instead of feeling like, oh my God, I have to write down everything I want to do today. But let's talk about imposter syndrome, right? Acting from where you want to be and not from where you are right now. This is a really big topic in business because, like I said, if you're acting from where you are right now, it is very, very easy to get stuck in that place and stay there. And this can cause a lot of resentment. This can cause a lot of feeling like you're never moving forward. You're on the hamster wheel. You're always trying to be more, but you can never actually get there. And staying in that same place, that doesn't feel good at all. So, how can we actually act from a place where we want to be now in the present? And I think one of the really big key things we have to do here is to see the long term vision. So, what do I mean by that? Who do you actually want to be? I know we've all done these exercises see yourself five years from now, 10 years from now, whatever it may be. 
But I really want you to take a look at what you want, whether you're using this podcast as business, as life, as a combo of both, as I am, because my life and my business are all intertwined. Where do you really want to be in five years? Picture it, right? Let's do this little exercise together. We're going to picture where we want to be in five years. Like, what is your living situation like? What do you do when you get up in the morning? What do you do when you go to sleep at night? What does your day to day routine look like? What does that five year from now version of you do? And when I think of like these scary situations where I want to act like the five year from now version of myself, I think of what would she do, right? Because we all have this vision in our head, I feel, of what ourselves is going to do when we get our shit together, right? When we get our shit together, when we're making it big, when we have less money worries, when we have the nice car, the nice house, the kids, the thriving business, when we have that all together, somehow we feel like everything's just going to fall into place. And that can be true if we start implementing those things small now. So every single time I have an opportunity that comes up that I am scared shitless to do, I ask myself, what would this five-year down the road Alicia do? What would CEO of the Confidence Queen do? What would CEO of our Lechuga Trucking do? What would I do if I was five years down the road? What would I do now? Would I make this decision easily? Would this decision be a quick like snap in the bucket type of decision? I don't even know if that's a phrase. Would it be something that I could easily do in five years down the road? And why is it not easy right now? So I'm going to give you guys a little story time that I told on my Instagram as well about how I utilized this technique about four or five years ago. Four years ago, Renee and I had our trucking business. You guys know Renee and I have our business together. We own a trucking company together. We started it from nothing and we have built that business into what sustains our life today. Renee was on the podcast. He was on episode 69. If you guys want to reference that podcast, it's a great one to listen to because he is a person who utilizes this to a T. So in California, there is a truck compliance law that does not allow you to operate trucks after a certain year that they're made because of the emission laws. Now, you can convert that truck to a usable truck um, by creating an emissions kit or purchasing an emissions kit, but those are very expensive. To convert them is very expensive. So we knew our truck was coming up on the emissions law, right? It was a 2014 and that was going to be out of compliance in year 2022, I believe. And we knew that this was upcoming. So we were already thinking like, okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to get a new truck? Are we going to um, convert it? Like, What's the best thing for us to do? So we were already kind of thinking that this was going to happen, but COVID hit. Right, COVID hit, and we were like, so I guess it must have been 2021. COVID hit, and it hit our business really, really hard. It actually didn't hit our business until after it hit a lot of other people because the way that construction works, it works on contracts, and so things that were already contracted before COVID hit were continuing to run, but then no other new business was being contracted, and this was before we kind of changed our business model to being a more self-sustaining business model. And we were really only in construction. 
that was our main source of business was construction trash and construction waste. And so when COVID hit, it hit our business really, really hard. And we were like, okay, crap. So we have COVID where we're not getting as many jobs. We had to completely shift our business model. And now we also have this compliance coming up on our trip. And Renee is so good at this, but he said, okay, I'm looking for a second truck and I got to find a loan in order to get it, but I'm going to get a second truck and I'm going to figure out how to get it. So we got this uh, loan and we found this other truck. It was in West Virginia, Virginia or West Virginia. I don't even remember. I think it was in West Virginia. We got this truck and we saw this truck and we got the loan money. And we could either have used that loan money to either purchase the new truck or we could use that money to survive our business for probably the next few months. And in that moment, my right now self really wanted to just hold so fucking tight to that money, hold it so close to the chest and allow ourselves a little bit of breathing room for the next few months. But my future self knew my CEO mindset, my got our shit together type of Alicia knew that this truck investment was really the way we had to go. Because what else were we going to do when the truck falls out of compliance, right? We're stuck in the same situation. And so as I have all this money now in our bank account because of the loan, and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I have to send this wire for the truck that we're going to purchase. And we've never seen this truck. We've only seen photos of it. Never seen this company or met this company that we're buying it from. And I have to send the largest wire transfer I've still ever done to the state that was over $60,000. Let me tell you, I was shaking in my boots, shaking. I was cold sweating. I was like hovering over the wire transfer button. Um, I was checking the account numbers a hundred different times. And finally, I called Renee and I said, oh my God, I am freaking out. I don't know if I can do this without you on the phone. And so he walked me through it. We did the wire transfer and then we flew to Virginia to get the truck. And let me just tell you that investment was the best thing that we have done for our business. It has afforded us to continue to grow our business. It has allowed us to take the pressure off of this other truck being out of compliance. It has allowed us so much growth, but I would have never done that if I was not thinking of how I would act if I was five years down the road. If I was not acting in the then mindset. If I was still acting in the right now, in this present moment mindset, I would have kept that money, kept it close to the chest, and then we still would have been in the same situation at the end of 2021. We would have had to figure out a new truck. We would have probably been out of that money, and then we would have been having to make the loan payments back. The reason I tell you this story is because making a huge investment like that is very fucking scary. But it's not so scary when we can take out the imposter syndrome or we can take out the doubt or we can see the long term vision. 
what I saw at the end of that loan payment or the end of that wire transfer was the long-term vision of our business. How am I going to feel when I'm paying out that same amount for a weekly amount of employees? Am I still going to feel the same way? Because something that happens in business and in life is that the numbers are just that. They're just numbers. They are not ever going to change. They're just going to get bigger. Hello, queens. I am interrupting this podcast for a quick little commercial break for Batty Girls Club. If you guys don't know, Batty Girls Club is coming back for season three, and I could not be more excited. Batty Girls Club is my six-month program that is all geared around becoming your most batty self. Batty Girls Club is a program all about coming home to yourself and unleashing your most confident version of you so that you can improve your relationships, so that you can show up the way you want to show up, so that you can set boundaries, and so you can be the most confident version of you. Batty Girls Club is six months, and each different month has its own theme. Each theme also has its own guest speaker. So you're not just hearing from me in this program. You're also hearing from six other experts. Each month, you're hearing from a different one. These experts range from human design, shadow work, self-sabotage, alignment, business, and so much more. And I cannot wait for you guys to see all the amazing things that we have planned for season three. Season three is going to start in January of 2024, but you can get on the wait list now. And as soon as you get on the wait list, you will receive a free one-on-one call with me and also 25% off of the program. So super important to get on the wait list. That's going to be in the show notes down below for you guys. So you guys can peruse that down below. I cannot wait for Batty Girls Club season three. Some exciting things that we have coming that are new this year is at the end of the six-month program, we're also doing a Batty Fest, which is an in-person meetup at the end of the six months, after you've spent the six months with these amazing women in this community, you're going to be able to meet up with them in person. We're going to have different activities. This year, we're having a cake decorating lesson and also a tattoo artist coming and doing tattoos for us. So it's going to be really great. I can't wait to see what comes of next year's Batty Girls Club, Batty Fest 2024. Also included in Batty Girls Club, which is really awesome, is a custom sweatshirt. So you get to pick which color and size and style that you want, and we'll custom make it for you. It'll say Batty on it or on the back. And then also you're going to have some books that are going to come in your gift box, as well as some other Batty Girls Club merch. I am really, really excited. If you guys saw my Batty Girls Club hat from last year that just says Batty on it, we're going to remake those again. Those were a hit and those are exclusive only for baddies that joined Baddie Girls Club. So if you guys want to get on the wait list, if you want more, the wait list is going to be down below for you guys. I love you guys so, so much. And now back to the podcast. So there's a TikTok that Bradley did. And if you guys don't follow Bradley, I highly suggest following him. He's great. He said that he had a similar situation where he was like, had 17,000, I think, that he had to pay out for his employees payroll and it was the next day and he had no money to pay it. And literally he was like, okay, I got to hustle. I got to get on the phone. I got to make a deal. He made a deal. He wrapped it for, I think, $18,000 and was able to pay out the employee's payroll. The things in business don't change. If you're always going to a bigger level, if you're always going to up level and push yourself, 
these things are going to continue to happen, the numbers just get larger. So this investment for us to make $80,000 building this new truck was a really, really big thing for us at the time. But in another five years, it's going to be an even bigger investment and it's going to feel really small. And so if you think of it that way, if you think of the big thing that's in your way, the big hurdle that you're seeing and you're like, how the fuck can I do that? If you think of this as one day this is going to feel so fucking small to me, it makes it a lot easier because you put yourself in that mindset of five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and how would that girl act, right? I was also watching um, the Kardashians recently and the new season. And Kim K actually talks about imposter syndrome. And it's a really good episode. It's the one where she goes to Harvard and does her business talk about um, about the work that she does with Skims and how she uh, like built her business. And she talks about having imposter syndrome. Kim Kardashian, right? Most beautiful woman in the world has changed our culture, right? Depending on your opinion, but has changed our culture, has changed so many things, multiple businesses, successful million billion dollar businesses. And she had imposter syndrome going to talk to the students at Harvard. So just let your mind wrap around that for a second. If you don't have imposter syndrome, you might not be human. You might be like a Kanye, right? Which the confidence of Kanye is another thing we can talk about, but that's a great thing, right? To have that. But a little bit of imposter syndrome just means you're fucking human. We're just human. Having imposter syndrome means you're human and it's okay. But the difference between high level successful people like him and other people that are not successful is being able to move past that imposter syndrome and still go do the fucking talk at Harvard. Still make the $80,000 investment when you're scared shitless. I forgot to add this in the story, but in the $80,000 investment time, we actually also were not able to pay our rent. Our business was so down during COVID that we were not able to pay our rent. And that's really hard for me to talk about um, because it's a really touchy subject because it was a really hard time for us, but we were not even able to pay our rent. So getting that deposit in our account and then letting it, seeing it all go to a wire transfer and then being back in the same situation felt really fucking scary. I'm like, shit, we should keep this money and pay our rent and pay our bills and do these other things. But we couldn't. We couldn't because we had to be thinking of what the fuck we were going to do five years from now. So imposter syndrome acting from where you want to be and not from where you are right now takes a few big things. And one of those things is seeing the long-term vision. Where do you want to be in five years? Taking the actual initiative and acting as that five-year along self and trusting in yourself. If I would have not trusted myself or my husband during that time and thought, okay, we're making this investment. I know I'm going to trust myself. I have confidence that our business is going to grow doing this. If I had not trusted myself, that investment would have never worked. 
even if all the stars aligned, if I didn't trust it, that investment would have never worked because you have to have that trust in yourself that you're going to have the follow through. You're going to invest in this course. You're going to invest in this coach. You're going to invest in this new business venture. You're going to invest in whatever it is, new equipment. But are you going to have the follow through? Do you have the confidence and the will to put the follow through in so that you can make that a success? Right? Imposter syndrome is normal. It just means you're human. All you have to do is really see the long term vision and have confidence in yourself. And that's what it's all about. And this is exactly what I modeled Batty Girls Club after because Batty Girls Club is not about taking what you are right now and changing it and shifting it and making it better because you're somehow bad or broken. Batty Girls Club is about accepting yourself where you are right now and then seeing that long-term vision, really visualizing it. That's why we do visualization in month one. Seeing that long-term vision, seeing where you are, seeing where you want to be, and then acting as her right now despite all the shit that comes up. Despite all the shit that comes up, because there's a lot of shit that comes up, a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of everything. All that comes up. But how can you act as her without those things and despite those things, pushing through those things? That's why I bring in different coaches for different shit in the order that I do. Batty Girls Club is built on accepting yourself right where you are right now without the guilt, without the shame, without the bullshit, and then looking and seeing who is in my future and how do I act as her right now today. So visualization is month one, like I talked about. Visualization is a really, really important part of Batty Girls Club, which is why I put it in month one. But it's also a really important part if you are trying to do this exercise. You have something that you are working towards or something that is blocking you from taking the next step. Maybe it's investing in a coach. Maybe it is buying new equipment. Maybe it's investing in an assistant. Maybe it's investing in an editor for your podcast, whatever it is. If you have something that is blocking you, I really want you to visualize where you want to be in five years with this certain thing. So let's say it's an editor for the podcast. In five years, am I going to be worried about paying an editor for the podcast? No, I'm not, right? I'm not going to be worried about that because my podcast is going to be reaching the top charts. My podcast is going to be helping millions of women. Mark my words. Will I be worried about hiring an editor? No. I will be working with teams of editors, videographers, behind the scenes people, everything, right? So how do I take that energy of I'm not going to be worried about it and put it to the girl right now? Okay, that takes small steps, right? The first step is I visualize, right? I visualize where I want my podcast to be. Now I have to act in a way to get me there. And the first thing is to take a small step, right? The first thing I did was I interviewed editors. I interviewed a few different editors. I checked out their pricing. I told them what I want. I looked for what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. And in the first round, this didn't go so well, okay? I didn't have any editors that I really loved. They were okay, but their prices were a little high for me. And I think I really just wasn't ready for an editor. 
Then an editor fell into my lap and I was ready. And I could ask myself, just like with this $80,000 investment, having someone come on and edit my podcast when my podcast is not generating any income was a really scary investment. But I had to ask myself, am I going to act as if I'm in the moment right now where I have to wait until my podcast generates money to give it money? Or am I going to act as if my podcast is five years down the road? I had to act as the girl who's five years down the road and is adding another member to their team. I had to channel her energy. I said yes to my podcast editor. So start by making these small steps, right? I didn't jump into five years down the road having a team, a makeup artist, a videographer, all these things. I didn't jump in all the way to a million different things that put it over my head, right? I jumped in with a small step, right? An editor. Okay. Let's talk about another scenario, right? And say in five years, you visualize your business booming and you being able to have more time with your kids or have kids if that's your goal. If you are five years down the road and all of this looks so together, and right now an opportunity comes up for you to expand your business, or an opportunity comes up for you to make yourself healthier, or to free up time in your day, are you going to say yes or are you going to say no? Right? And you have to ask yourself is this doable? Is this helping me toward my long term vision? What is my long-term vision? Remember, we're visualizing it over here. And what would she do if she was presented with something that was going to help her, something that's going to make her a better mom, give her more time with her kids, whatever it may be, right? Because those, like I said, like these decisions are still going to come up. They're just going to be far larger, not only in dollar amount, but in weight, right? How much they're going to affect you. They're going to be bigger. So we have to get used to making those decisions now. They're going to be smaller and they're prepping us for bigger decisions later. So visualize what you want and then act as if, right, in a small step. And then these small steps slowly and slowly add up because they're going to keep coming up, right? This five years down the road, there might be one or two steps that come in every year. And then when we get to five years down the road, we're going to be visualizing another five years down the road, right? You catch my drift? So those small steps are going to compound so that when you're at that five-year mark, right? When I'm 30, whatever, 38, I'm going to be picturing myself at 43 because I'll already be where I visualized myself at 38, right? Because I use those small steps to get me there. So visualization, month one, and Batty Girls Club. We're visualizing who we want to be, and then we're using small steps to get there every single day. Now, I did also mention that other shit's going to come up, right? We talked about imposter syndrome. It's definitely going to come up, but other shit is going to come up too. Shadow, self-sabotage, all these different things are going to come up, which is why in the middle months, two, three, and four, we're going to be really digging into this shit that's going to come up. (laughs) Month two is going to be alignment. Month three is going to be shadow work. Month four is going to be self-sabotage. So we're tackling these things that are going to keep coming up when we're trying to be that next level version of ourselves, And we're tackling them month by month. 
And then month five and six is all about that next level version of her and integrating her daily habits. So month five is going to be um, human design where we're talking about what makes us us, what makes us different in every single way, and really integrating that into our daily routine. Month six is going to be all about going after what you want. We're going to have Devin come on again from um, the last two rounds of Addy Girls Club, but I really wanted her to kind of shift what she's talking about. Instead of talking about nutrition and body, which is where Batty Girls Club started, we're going to be talking about going after that next level version of yourself, which she and her husband are an expert on. She's also been on the podcast as well as her husband. If you guys want to check out those episodes, it's Fed with Dev and Isaac DeLeon. They are a great power couple and they really went after what they fucking wanted. And that's what I want her to come on and talk about in month six. So imposter syndrome is normal. How can you be her today in just the slightest bit? Just channel her energy, just only in the slightest. And you will be so surprised where you'll be in five years from now. Batty Girls Club is open for enrollment. We're also throwing a little event, which I'll have details for in the show notes. But Batty Girls Club is open. So you can join Batty Girls Club right now. It starts January 2024. I'm so freaking excited for this round because. It is going to be bigger and better than ever. I see it being even bigger in the next five years. But Daddy Girls Club round three is open. So you can enroll right now to start in January. The link is going to be below in the show notes for you guys. Batty Girls Club is a sixth month experience. It is rooted in community and all the things that we talked about today. You can find the link in the show notes. You can also book a one-on-one call with me if you're unsure if Batty Girls Club is the right program for you. I always like to talk to people before they join. The link is down below for you guys. Like I said, I cannot wait to see everybody in there. And then we throw a huge party at the end. If you guys haven't seen that on Instagram, you can check that out on my Instagram. We have some videos of the end of the year party that we throw after the six months. So you guys can all meet in person. We can celebrate as a community, come as our most baddie selves, get tattoos, have wonderful food, have a cake decorating class. It is super, super fun. But Batty Girls Club is open. We start in January. We're kicking off 2024 with our most fatty selves. And I can't wait to see you guys in there. Thank you guys for watching on the YouTube. If you're watching, I love you guys so, so much. And I will see you guys 